So we have James with us, you guys, and he's going to talk to you guys and introduce himself and share um, what he does. And then I'm going to ask him a few questions. And at the end, we'll talk about his business. So, James, you can introduce yourself to everyone on Black Canvas, if you don't mind. Okay. So my name is James LeBlanc, and I am the owner of J. Michael Photography Co. and the editor of the Creative Magazine here in Shreveport. All right. And thank you so much, James, for being a part of Black Canvas. And I'm so glad when I reached out to you that you say you wanted to be a part. But I really want to kind of talk about your history as it relates to photography. So do you mind telling us when did you first start with having a passion for wanting to be a photographer? So photography kind of goes back a long way with me. Um, When I was a kid, my mom had gotten me one of those uh, Polaroid cameras which have just recently become a thing again. But back then, you know, they were kind of neat to have. And so I was always running around with a Polaroid camera to the point where we really couldn't even afford to keep buying the film for it. Um, So that was something that I just fell in love with from the very early stages. Kind of got away from it for a while whenever I got into high school. And then, uh, you know, of course, went into the workforce. After that, uh, I went into, you know, some other career choices of, you know, retail management and things like that. And then it wasn't until we moved to Shreveport in 2015 uh, that I had the opportunity to kind of rediscover some of my passions that I really wanted to be able to do. Uh, And so I just kind of picked up the camera again and really started working with that. And um, I decided to start a business with it. And that's where J. Michael Photography Co. came from. And it really just kind of trickled from there because uh, I started out just doing some basic portraits in my house. Um, And then within a a year or a little bit over a year, I was able to open a studio uh, downtown Shreveport. um, And that's where I currently still am. Uh, And then in 2019, uh, I kind of really wanted to start taking uh, a little bit more of a deep dive into the creative community here in Shreveport. So I wanted to kind of find a vessel that would allow me to, um, put that into more of a tangible um, way for people to access some of the great people that that we have in this community that are doing awesome things from a creative standpoint. So I really tried to explore some ways that that would make that work, and the magazine was really the best way for us to do that. Um, There are some other publications here in in the Shreveport-Bossier area, but I really felt like we had the opportunity to kind of pull out Uh, a specific market for uh, just that type of content. So that's where the creative came in. And so uh, now we're in uh, almost to our third year of production on that magazine. So um, that's kind of how everything kind of just came about all within probably the the last six years or so. And I love that, James, like you just sharing of how life can kind of shift for a lot of us. I know for me, my career, I have had a lot of changes within the last seven years, switching to being into counseling now and then writing books and doing things um, because I originally was in business. So switching from business and accounting to mental health is such a huge, you know, change. But I think like when you follow your passions and you're able to do things that you want, that you are passionate about and sharing your craft with other people, I think it really is, it shows a sign of, of who you are and especially during this time you know, a lot of businesses have changed since COVID-19. Um, have you had any type of changes since COVID on um, with your photography and with your magazine? So I really feel like, uh, you know, with the pandemic, the way that it's been, 
in the very beginning when people really didn't know what was going on with, uh, you know, with where that was going to go. Uh, of course, there was a little bit of uh, some time in my business where I didn't know where I was going to be. You know, was I going to be able to maintain bookings? You know, what what is the situation going to be there? Um, and so we probably went through about four or five months where we really didn't do a lot of work. Um, but then it started to pick up again. Um, and really, to be honest with you, I never really felt like I suffered, uh, an enormous amount of, of business loss due to COVID. I know that, and I don't know if it's because of just what I do and it's more of really a, a luxury that people purchase, uh, for photography, but I know a lot of other businesses, you know, such as restaurants and other, you know, other lines of, um, of work just really took a, a really bad hit. And I really felt like I stayed other than those first few months, I really stayed pretty consistent with being busy. Um, the magazine was a little bit different because we have about, um, we have about 120 locations that we deliver to across Shreveport and Bossier. And we probably had about 50% of those actually not take the drop-offs um, because they didn't want, you know, anything in the, in the area where people could touch or hold on to or, you know, or leave behind with, you know, uh, that they had handled. So we actually, um, you know, ended up ordering more than what we actually could send out. Uh, so that kind of became a thing. And other than that, I mean, it, I don't really think that, that, in my specific line of work and then even with other colleagues of mine in the same, in the same business, we haven't really had a lot of adjustments that we've had to make, uh, in accordance to COVID. Um, you know, there was just a little bit of business loss in the beginning. And then I think people really started, you know, maybe just kind of getting back on the wagon with what's important. And evidently <laughs> photos are important to people. Absolutely. And and the one thing I love, James, about photography, and that's why I want to ask you our next question, which is um, kind of the details that you look for. What makes like a, a great photograph or what are things you look for in your photography when you're when you're actually capturing it on, on a, the film? So with me, I feel like it's just really kind of a random series of events with photography and me. Um, I have a lot of other peers and colleagues that are very technical with their craft. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because you do need to rely on techniques and some knowledge and what you're doing in order to be successful. But then me, I also feel like I gained a lot of knowledge and success in the, in the realm of faking it till you make it <laughs> um, <laughs> because I had to spend a lot of time just playing and not knowing the rules. And so I've kind of almost made that my motto where um, I just encourage any new photographer that's wanting to, you know, kind of tap into that part of their craft if they're interested in it is to not uh, is to not pay as much attention to the rules and just, you know, utilize their create creative liberty uh, in order to create art. Um, a, a photograph is a photograph, but a photograph is also it's a it's a piece of art. It can be um, depending on how you do it and what your vision is for it, what your project is. There's just so many different you know, multifacets to photography that um, that you really don't have to play by any specific guidelines in order to um, in order to do something that you love and create something that is um, you know that's delightful for the audience. So with me, I really just have fun. I almost I, you know there's a lot of people that say you know that if you don't uh, what is it I'm trying to think of it. Um, 
something about if you don't plan to something, you plan to fail. I don't know. You probably think about what it, you probably would know what I'm saying. So basically, exactly if, you don't, if saying. you don't plan, then you're planning to fail. <laughs> Absolutely. Me, I'm probably not <laughs> the best planner. Uh, I actually go into most of my shoots with no plan at all. I just we show up. We consult a little bit. We talk about what they're wanting to accomplish from the shoot. I get a good look at them. Um, get a feel for their, you know, their, um, their energy and, you know, their angles of their face. Cause I do a lot of portrait photography. Um, and we really just go from there and it's really just kind of a collaborative time to spend with the client and not really, uh, go into anything with a specific set of, of rules. There is, I just don't live by rules. And I think that for some people that's, worked out really well. And for others, you know, it's, um, it's just, they have to have a certain degree of structure that I don't have to live by. If that makes any sense. It does James. And I kind of want to share, like, even with my writing, I know when I've written the books that I've written, a lot of them, I'll just come up with a concept and then it'll just flow the way it needs to. And I think sometimes things in life can be very staccato where it's just, this is how it has to be. And in certain fields, like you said, it, of course, you know, structure may be really important, but especially in creative fields, I feel like you have the opportunity to see it from your perspective and to you kind of miss a lot of the, the spontaneity in the moment if everything is kind of planned out. So I think that that's great that you do kind of sit back, talk to maybe the person you're going to take the photo with, come up with what their vision is, and then be able to create a masterpiece, which is a huge component of of photography is kind of being in the moment um, because sometimes the little things in between or the shots before, like the test shots can definitely be maybe the, the picture that they're going to want instead of actually planning everything out weeks and months in advance. I exactly. think sometimes that can be really negative, you know, in the end. Absolutely. Now I want to ask you something, James, about professional photographers I know one photographer that I love was Russell Brand. I don't know if you've heard of him before. I think um, he's he does not Russell Brand. I'm sorry. Oh, how did I miss his name? I'm sorry. He did swimsuit um, for Victoria's Secret, I think, and he also did Sports Illustrated. Uh, his last name's not Brand. I'm sorry, I messed that up. <laughs> it's okay. But there is a photographer. I, I, if you guys, the listeners, if you can kind of look him up, make sure because I know I just screwed his last name up, but. He did a lot of swimsuit um, photography, and then I had the opportunity to see a lot of his work. And then when you just think of, like, photographers that are out there, are there any photographers that you were inspired by or someone that you really looked up to in the field? Um, yeah, there, there's a couple that are different in their own ways, but they really speak to the type of photography that I love to really capture. Um, there is one photographer, his name is John Russo. And he's actually a famous celebrity photographer, but he does um, he does portraits like just very fine art, um, just extremely polished, beautiful portraits of just a lot of famous people. Um, and you could replace those faces with anyone who's not famous, of course, and you just get a beautiful, beautiful composite. Um, of a person. And I think that his, uh, his way of capturing people uh, is just absolutely beautiful. And then there's another uh, photographer, his name is Felix Kuntz, and he is phenomenal. 
So he actually was just contracted um, a couple months ago to um, photograph uh, Jeff Bezos and the team that went into space uh, for that little thing. So I thought, you know, that's pretty amazing, like that someone that wealthy and that famous would know who Felix was. (laughs) Wow, that's awesome. You know, in order to, uh, you know, get him to do those photographs. And so he's done some really amazing work. Um, I've followed him for years and it's just, uh, those are two people that I probably stand back and I look at what they've done and what they've accomplished. And and it kind of, makes you wonder, you know, what, what do you do to get on that level? And sometimes I really don't even know that I want to be on that level. I want to be, I want, sometimes I do want to be an onlooker and look at someone else's success and look at someone else's beauty that they've created in their work and allow it to inspire me in a, you know, in a more reserved, smaller way in my own way uh, back home. So, you know, as a photographer and as an editor and a creator of a magazine and things like that, you know, there, I don't want to be huge. I don't want to be famous. I don't want to be any of those things. I really just want to um, utilize the people that inspire me daily to, you know, help me um, find ways to show myself through my work using you know, inspiration that these people have been able to produce. And I think that that's something that's important for everybody, no matter what they do. Absolutely. And I remembered who the guy was. I had to stop for a minute to think about it. His name is Russell James. So when you you mentioned fine art, it kind of clicked in my head that Russell James was was the photographer. I'm sorry, you guys for messing that up. But um, he's done a lot of photography for Sports Illustrated. And he also even... Um, did it photography with Rihanna, where he took a picture of her, which was a great portrait. So sometimes, you know, like I said, when we have local talents, when we have national known companies or names of different modeling agencies or photographers, you know, it's just great to at least have that as a great reference. But I love what you said, James. Like sometimes it is just about being content in the state you're in and being able to to share your vision on a local level. And that even if it becomes something bigger, that you don't forget your roots or where you came from. But it's more about your happiness and, and being able to, to be an owner, which I love. And congratulations on owning your own, you know, J. Michael photography, as well as the creative, you know, being a lead photographer and being, you know, a publisher. Those are really great accolades to have, but also something that's esteemable that people can look at you and say, hey, that's something I might want to do. And I think you've done such great work. I looked at your magazine. Even today, I looked at it and I I really want you guys to like and subscribe, you know, to not only his magazine, but um, I know you do have an Instagram handle for the creative, if you don't mind plugging that. I will. It's it's just uh, the creative there's going to be a couple of things that come up under the creative, but it's going to have a sub content. It's going to say uh, a J Michael photography co-publication. So that's what you'll, that's what you'll find. And the cover is actually the, the image cover is actually the current issue cover of the magazine. So it's super easy to find. Absolutely. And I think you guys are on, was it volume four, if I'm not mistaken? So we just finished volume four. So we release three times a year. So every four months there's a new issue. Um, 
and we just finished volume four and we're working currently on volume five. So that will be out in uh, September. So these last two issues are actually uh, fairly close together. Um, the reason why is because uh, this last issue, volume four, was supposed to be out in May, but we pushed it back intentionally so that we could have it um, as a swag bag content for uh, the creative ball, which we were supposed to be doing next weekend. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, COVID uh, in the world around COVID has not really calmed down to the degree that we wanted it to when we started planning this event. So out of an abundance of caution, we decided to um, go ahead and cancel this event. I hate to say the word cancel because it's really not canceled. It was really more so postponed. Uh, because mm -hmm. it's turnkey at this point. It's all ready to go. Uh, we just need a date um, that is probably safer to convene the public in an indoor space uh, to have this event. And I think it would be really, really cool for everyone to come to and get to know a little bit more about what we do. Um, and then it's also was for charity as well. So that would have been on the 28th. So that's why we had um, this last issue pushed back a little bit. Um, but now we're almost uh, complete with the newest issue, uh, which will be out uh, towards, well, it's, uh, we order it in September, so it'll probably be in hand about the second week of October. Okay. Well, I think that's great. And I, I love that you guys are still persevering and pushing forward. I know a lot of things have shifted for all of us. I know safety is one of your major concerns, of course. Um, so I will be here supporting that and spreading your, your not only the publication, but your photography. I would love to hopefully one day be able to work with you. I think that's great. Awesome. All the things that you're doing, I think that you do such great work, and we're so grateful to have you on the podcast, and I would love to have you back in the future for sure. I appreciate that. It's been great. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, absolutely. And so one thing, James, I do normally to end each episode, I have a tagline that I use. So okay. I'm going to go over the tagline, and then at the end, um, you can tell me what you think about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So I always say is let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. What do you think about that one, James? I love that because it, it really is true. It's deep for a tagline, but I think mm -hmm. it's true, and I think people need to hear that. And I, I, I love to share that with, with the world because I think like we all have unique qualities and things that we bring to the table. And I think like we all, if we could start to listen more and be attuned with what other people are sharing and actually sharing a space with each other in a respectful manner, I think we can actually create our own canvas. And Absolutely. I think, you know, I, I love the fact of just a canvas itself. Like if we get to choose what colors we want to use, we can choose how we want our picture and our masterpiece to look. And so I'm I'm all about making peace with the pieces we have. Like there's many things we have that we can give. And I'm so grateful that you've been a part of this journey with me. I think it's beautiful. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. And um, thank you guys for listening. And James, we'll talk with you soon. Okay. Have a great one. Bye-bye. All right. You too.